Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Besides helping us to make shows like this possible, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts like Tep and Step, access to all 61 years of the magazine in our digital archives, recruiting analysis, and must-see insight from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, we hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe that's texasfootball.com slash subscribe and thanks for listening the texas football today podcast is brought to you by chocolate milk built by nature you can watch texas football today live weekdays at noon at texasfootball.com and on facebook and if you like the show subscribe to the podcast vendor of your choice give us a positive rating and tell a friend yes yes y'all from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us, whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on thefacebook.com or on Twitch or on YouTube, or you listen to us in the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dorks. She's Ashley pickle with a blanket on her lap i got short sleeves on today i'm out here braving the conditions speaking of i'm trying golden girls (sighs) and over in the dave campbell's texas football texas football today greg powers memorial power zone it's our very own greg powers what's up y'all hey buddy why does powers get the nice intro we're here getting because called a you grandma get, because you have had 300 <laughs> intros that's fair and he's had like 30 but i do feel like i'm the third most featured oh absolutely person, maybe 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 shahan all, all, or wait, wait wait are we talking all time in the history of the show well max, you know max max, would, is, max max would i'm the clubhouse well yeah i'm the clubhouse leader i don't know if Ma- I'm max is second currently active how's that currently active. yeah yeah not yeah. retired non non back to their home planet um yeah you're was, up there because craig i mean craig's only seasonal. only in the season so mm-hmm. he's the only person that comes on once a week the, every single the maybe only, ish. the only thing ish but but we've we've been uh we've been without, without ish, ish for a minute it'd be a close race be between the two of you it'd be tough i think i might still give ish a run or the the, the nod but it's going to be very close right now Anyway, that's why you tune in. Today is <laughs> Wednesday, March 3rd, 2021. 267 days till Thanksgiving. Episode 1,119. 1,119. The number of batters faced by Ishmael Valdez in his illustrious Texas Rangers career. Uh, 2002 to 2003. Former Dodger. Anaheim. San Diego. And Mariner. And Marlin. On today's show, <laughs> friends... <laughs> Literally no one. Greg Tepper. Baseball. <laughs> Look, guys, it's baseball season. <laughs> I think the Rangers won yesterday. I know Joey Gallo hit another homer. That's Continue. Uh, on today's show, friends, uh, we're going to talk this week in recruiting. Greg Powers, next level athlete, coming up here in just a little bit. And then back half of the show, you did the interview, right, Powers? Yeah. How about this? 
Big big interviewer Greg Powers <laughs> caught up with Texas A and M commit uh, tight end Donovan Green. We'll Great from, kid. We'll hear from the nation's number yeah. one tight end recruit, Donovan Green, coming up here at the back half of the show. And you just get more Greg Powers. I mean, that's what that's what the people really come to see. Awesome. Got to give the people what they want. Do we I, have good? I do know that I'm my my Zoom interview game needs to step up a little bit because I noticed when you interviewed the Mountain Bryce Foster, you had a quick trigger on blowing the the screen up full size is something I missed look, a, a, a small and minute detail that I missed. Look, no, but that just means we get more powers FaceTime, and sure, that's really true. what good. everyone that's wants. But, can, <laughs> but here's can't the hate thing. people for that. Here's the thing: it's not that you're bad. <laughs> I don't like that, the way this is. Tra- 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 <laughs> it is that it is that you are talking to. Two of the most accomplished Zoom interviewers, at least in this office. (laughs) You do a ton of Zoom interviews. I have done more Zoom interviews than I ever thought was possible. You do more than I do. Yeah. Um, And yeah, so so it's not. I had forty Whataburger presentations alone. (laughs) Exactly. There you uh, go. Well, you guys have a little bit more experience than me. I'll give you that, but I still thought of it like. And then I saw the the mountain one. I was like, "Oh, that's quality. That's that's good quality." There, I'm gonna step my I'm gonna step my game up now. Easy production value. Uh, do we have first four through the door? We sure Madam do. Pickle? Aaron Flynn, Rob Hadaway, Tony Blaylock, and Meese is back watching live wow. today. He has apparently a new job, so he usually can't watch during the day. But he's so, back. So I Welcome, guess the, I guess the question is, what's more important? This job or your internet friends? I would say internet friends, but. You know, Mesa's slacking. I'm Greg Tepper. That's Greg Powers. And this is This Week in Cruton. It's This Week in Recruiting with Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter at GPowerScout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at NextLevelD1. See his fine work at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. And of course, this is brought to you by our good chicken friends at Chicken Express. Chicken Express. No, don't come up with it's another chicken. slogan. <laughs> they don't like that. I'm sure of it. It's chicken. I will run the sponsorship chi- into the ground. It's chicken and it's delicious. That's and take it from someone who eats it weekly, every yeah. week, it's, sometimes multiple times a week. I had Chicken it. Express. Tenders. Meanwhile, Tepper says Chicken Express. It's chicken. Uh, I had it this weekend and it was. This week in recruiting, Greg Powers, next level athlete, a lot to get to, high powers. Um, it feels like we didn't have, correct me if I'm wrong, from my perspective as somebody who recruiting is kind of on the periphery, it seemed to me that this was not the most voluminous, voluminous, you know, voluminous, voluminous, whatever it is. I don't know. There wasn't a ton of volume of recruiting news, but. Ooh. The the headlines were maybe the biggest we've had in a long, long time. It was a pretty busy week. I mean, I actually feel like I cheated. You could call this the commitment breakdown uh, this week in recruiting because had to leave a couple off that were really big, and there were some big news like big news out there with top prospects like Kelvin Banks naming a top seven and mm-hmm. Bryce Anderson naming a top five that were not even kind of. I mean, here's your touching on that. You know yeah. that it happened, um, but there were a lot of commitments this week and texas and texas a&m still hot let's uh let's start though uh in another big 12 school start on uh on on the brazos river uh down talk about baylor with our prospect on the rise 
Uh, Baylor has added a new commitment. This from Pflugerville Hendrickson, 2022 defensive tackle Cedric Roberts. Uh, a guy who had a couple of offers from from here, but this feels like one of those ground floor, I don't want to say steals, but at least this could end up being one of those hidden gems that Dave Aranda was able to dig up there in Pflugerville Hendrickson defensive tackle uh, Cedric Roberts. Well, as a matter of fact, he had, I think still, even when I checked back through, he has one offer from Baylor, and that's it right now. Mm. And he announced the offer and the commitment at the same time. Mm. So he wasted little time in making a, you know, a quick decision to commit to the Bears. And Pflugerville Hendrickson is one of those schools that just, you know, Samaji Pirine mm-hmm. played there. They produce talented players. And one thing that really stuck out to me when I evaluated Roberts's tape is his overall athleticism. Com- compare that with that he's a uh, two-sport athlete, also plays basketball, uh, can move around really well, and he looks like he has the type of frame – uh, especially when like watching him play in some of his basketball highlights from this year, that he has the type of frame that's really going to shape up nicely once he hits this college strength and conditioning program. Uh, but on his highlight reel, playing defensive tackle, one thing I noticed that he understands how to use his hands mm-hmm. really well, and he never quits um, trying to get off blocks and, and trying to make something happen, which I really like. So compare his athleticism – frame potential and ability to use a long wingspan and his hands to continue to get off of blocks. I think this is a pretty savvy take for Baylor, which has done a pretty good job finding some guys who are under the radar in this class and adding them in as Dave Aranda and the Bears are really, you know, looking uh, to put some wins on the field so that they can get back mm-hmm. in with some of these top-tier recruits. And that's not to say that they don't have top-tier recruits coming in now. Um but they're finding the type of guys that they can get committed and can play, and that's important. Yeah, they need to, um, you know, sometimes in order to get back there, you got you got to get some some recruiting wins. Uh, right. You know what I mean? And and one of those ways to do that is to, is to maybe find a guy where, where, that nobody's looking at. And it seems like Cedric Roberts could end up being a steal for the Baylor Bears. Let's go to our commit of the week. You had your pick of the litter here, but you ended up going with the news that broke last night. Last night, uh, as uh, Austin Westlake quarterback Cade Klubnik. Uh, I knew this happened because my phone started blowing up with buddies who go, who went to Clemson and they were like, what's this mean? Tell me about this kid. Uh, spoiler alert. He's heading to Clemson. He has committed to Clemson. He had offers from everywhere. He is one of the most uh, highly sought after quarterbacks in the state of Texas. And that's saying something considering the class of 2022 is absolutely loaded. He's a four star according to Dave Campbell's Texas football, and he is heading to Clemson to be a tiger for Coach Dabo Swinney. What a great commitment. And this is one that, you know, the the top 50 is now set and finalized. TexasFootball.com uh, slash recruiting. Click on 2022 rankings under the recruiting dropdown. You can see all the four-star prospects at DCTF. Um, he's number 11 on that list. And as I mm-hmm. wrote his, the article about him committing to Clemson yesterday, it looked at his tape again, kind of wrote down my thoughts on what his strengths are and, and why uh, he's such a great get for Clemson. I'm kind of second-guessing myself on number 11. Is that too low? And then I'm looking at the class this year and just thinking about what a great class it is. You know, up to number 12 where Jadon Blue is one spot behind Cade Klubnik. All those guys are like top five-ish type of guys in any other year. You know, it's a really deep year at the top for elite prospects. And I put Cade Klubnik in the elite category. Um, Stay tuned. At DCTF, next week we're having uh, 
sounds like we're going to be having a little bit of discussion on maybe the most monumental quarterback classes in the history of Texas high school football recruiting. Had a little bit of conversation with William Wilkerson last night about that article. Um, so something that maybe we're working on putting together uh, for one of the Hot Take Tuesday th- segments. So that is a uh, something to keep an eye on. But Cade Klubnick – Number two behind Quinn Ewers, I think in many years he would be the number one quarterback yeah. in oh, the yeah. state. I think I think when you talk about being, you know, we have him at number 11 in the uh, Dave Kimball's Texas football um, top 50. Um, that is, if anything, that is more of a credit. that has That's a, nothing about him, and it's more a credit to just how good this class is right. in 2022, and especially at the quarterback spot. I mean, you're, you're exactly right that Quinn Ewers kind of uh, – kind of, uh, Burns up a lot of the oxygen in the room. Mm-hmm. But Kate Klubnick is, is something special. Here's the thing that stands out to me about Klubnick when I've watched him. And this is what I told my buddies last night. He is a guy who can run. He can run. Yep. He's pretty. He, in fact, he was a receiver before he was a quarterback, which uh, that's something that Todd Dodge does like to do uh, with, his, with his future quarterbacks. With Kate Klubnick, he is a guy who keeps his eyes downfield, running is an option, Mm -hmm. but that is only an option that he is going to take when there's not something he can do. He has tremendous ability to step up in the pocket, move the pocket, move around, but keep his eyes downfield and fire. And that's something that I think is well beyond his years. You saw that as a junior, and he is, I think he is, is, that's really elite skill of his that he has and don't forget he was just a junior last year and you will see significant strides not only in arm strength and overall um, strength Mm -hmm. in Cade Klubnick next year you know as he tries to transition into college but he attempted I think 353 passes and only threw three picks yeah so I mean his protection of the football is elite and I agree with you 100% on the athleticism he's just dangerous enough mm-hmm. to be one of those guys that you have to account for all the time. And as soon as you don't, yeah. he can gash you. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is something that will fit into that Clemson offense. Like He'll fit into that Clemson offense like a glove and give them a different dynamic that Trevor Lawrence, and I'm not even going to say his last name on the air, but Big DJ down at Clemson. Tuya Sopo? No. It's a different guy. D, he was the number one quarterback. Oh, he's a, it starts with he's a, a freak. Yeah, yeah. got it. Uh, you? Yeah, I, I, I'm not <laughs> going to try it. Um, Google's it. <laughs> Clemson QB DJ. DJ, nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I can say Halapula Vati Vaitai, but I'm not try, trying to touch Big DJ's name. That's, but he's a six seven guy, yeah. um, not necessarily a runner. Neither you know Trevor Lawrence is athletic enough to run. But Cade Klubnick's a guy who you can count on to move the chains yeah. when you need him to. He also uh, strikes me as a person that I, I, when you look at him, I don't think he's done growing by any stretch yeah, yet. Right. Just I mean, because he's I mean he's a big kid, but you can tell like he's gonna shoot up yeah. here soon. Yeah, well, that that's why I put his arm strength in the elite category because the ball jumps out of his hands he can make all the throws his arm strength is readily apparent but he's at 175 pounds now and he's going to play at over 200 yeah. in college and his arm strength will get even better and that is going to be Dangerous. Uh, yeah that's <laughs> going to be quite amazing you know so this is a huge pickup for Clemson as it would have been for anyone I'm just surprised he didn't have even more I mean he had a great offer list but I'm surprised he didn't have even more 
Uh, we're talking this week in recruiting with Greg Powers, next level athlete, beyond Texas football today. Get involved in the conversation, hashtag TF today. Um, let's go to our underclassman of the week, uh, a guy who pretty much any other week might have been the commit of the week, but instead we've got to move him around to find a spot for him. It's the underclassman of the week. We're going to El Campo to talk about the 2023 running back out of El Campo, Ruben Owens, uh, another Dave Campbell's Texas football four-star prospect who has committed to Texas. Uh, Texas has earned the commitment from the uh, soon-to-be junior running back, uh, the Black Unicorn, they call him. Uh, and he is a he was the first freshman, I know, to win the running back MVP honors of the Next Level Athlete Top 100 Showcase. Uh, you are not done hearing the name Ruben Owens. He is a guy who is going to be at or near the top of, the, of every recruiting list, uh, basically, until the end of time. By the way, before I start talking about how great Ruben Owens is, what a year for nicknames. Yeah. Yep. In recruiting especially, you have Big Smooth, Love it. Omari Aber, Bear, yeah. Alexander, <laughs> and the Black Unicorn, Ruben Owens. Those are my top three uh, favorite nicknames. Can I have some love for Boo Bam? Okay, but uh, yeah. I will. Boo Bam, Boo Bam has to make the list. Boo Bam, Boo Bam, Boo Bam, Boo Bam, Boo Bam makes the list. Sure. Yeah. yeah, Lontrell Boo Bam Turner at Duncanville. Yep. So yeah, that we'll, we'll have to we'll have to find one more to put in the top five. But great nicknames that we're, yes. we've been discussing this year. Uh, Ruben Owens, he's the only freshman to ever win the Next Level Athlete Texas Top 100 Showcase MVP award. Mm -hmm. So kind of he was at the same camp as Jaden Blue who is a fellow Texas commit uh, now as well so Texas is getting uh, who I would say were the two best running backs at that camp last year which was a very talented camp had some uh, big time prospects at it at the running back position and he's one of these guys who had the attention of every major program and Texas continues to stay hot on the recruiting trail. They've been really hot in 2022, but now 2023 is uh, starting to add some big names to that list as well, headlined by a guy who is going to be in the running to be the overall number one running back in the Lone Star State. And as a matter of fact, he is rated on some of the other services. We haven't released our rankings mm -hmm. yet for that class, but he is rated as the number one running back in the state by some of the other services. So an elite pickup for Texas, and uh, Ruben Owens is a really special player. Speaking with Texas, uh, you know, one other thing to mention, and, and again, talk about a bad week to commit, uh, but uh, <laughs> but uh, Brian Allen Jr., uh, B.J. Allen, uh, the, the 2022 safety out of Alito, also pulled the trigger to Texas uh, we got a piece up on texasfootball.com about that um, that is that's big news too I mean that's a really really important get from a defensive perspective there uh, for Texas to, to, to grab uh, BJ Allen out of Alito seems like a really nice pickup for Steve Sarkeesian number 14 player in the DCTF rankings in the 5A defensive player of the year yeah so an, an elite guy and another, and again at number 14, he's a guy who's a top 10 talent in any other year. It's just stacked. I mean, I'm looking at Tavoris Jones at 15, mm -hmm. who was, a, you know, the best player in El Paso. Absolutely. You know, and that top 15 names, those guys are all really big time. So check out who who they all are for sure uh, and watch all their tapes. Every, every profile that's up there has, you know, a scouting report and – a huddle, huddle highlight tape where you can check out these talents if you're interested to know who the top players are in this cycle. Uh, finally, let's go to our recruit of the week. We've talked about Texas in the last uh, you know segment. Let's talk about A and M because A and M's been hot on the on the recruiting trail as well. They continue it with a guy I think we're mentioning for the second straight week. Uh, 2022, Katie uh, defensive back. Let's call him Bobby Taylor. Uh, he has committed to Texas A&M over offers from Alabama, Michigan, Texas. He's the number 27 prospect in our Hot 100. And 
Uh, yeah, we were actually talking about him last week. Off the air. Yeah. We had an off-the-air conversation we had an off about the air Bobby Because I asked you, I was like, where is Bobby Taylor going? And I, I, I seem to remember you telling me, man, I have no idea. Well, we knew it was going to be an SEC program. I think what we talked about is, like, I think everybody thinks it's going to be Texas A&M, but you never discount Alabama yeah. when it comes to top defensive backs. And he was one of those ones who had a top three of Texas – sorry, Alabama, Michigan, and Texas A&M, mm-hmm. and then switched out Alabama for Texas. But he was also on social media really saying, hey, you know, don't pay attention to the crystal ball. Yeah. He had 100% crystal ball picks to Texas A&M. So he was trying to swerve us all on yeah. a little bit of that. And I was like, well, did he drop Alabama? Because that's like, you know, could be the spot yeah. that he really wants to play. And he's trying to throw a little smoke screen up, but he threw a smoke screen by not throwing a smoke yes. screen at all. <laughs> so <laughs> sometimes you – The double swerve. <laughs> the, the double swerve by Bobby Taylor Jr., who is the uh, son of former Notre Dame defensive back Bobby Taylor Sr., who mm-hmm. played in the NFL, and he's just a unique guy. You know, he's he plays corner, he's long and tall, uh, could transition into a safety ultimately, uh, but has cornerback skills and and the size uh, to be a in you know the range yeah. to be a great safety as well at the next level, versatile. Well, and that's what's interesting is that you know this is a guy who at six one one eighty. Um, I think if you were to say this is a defensive back, you'd say, okay, he's a he's a strong safety, probably. Right. He's a strong safety. But the skills that he's got, I mean, you can you can put him on an island. You can make him a he can be a true top corner for you as well. And that's what makes him so so remarkable is that this is a guy who he's got the, he he can play pretty much anywhere in the secondary that you need him to. And that is something that we don't say about a whole lot of guys. Right. And I. I- I look at this year's Katie team and you throw a guy like Bobby Taylor out on the island mm-hmm. and that changes the dynamic. You play 10 to, on 10, yeah. That changes the dynamic to me. Uh, and and Kate, the Katie defense is always really special. Uh, but when you have a guy who can limit the team's best weapon against you, and let's just keep it real, when you're playing Katie, you have to throw the football down the field to have a chance to yes. beat them. There's, you're not going to line up and p- ground and pound them and get a win. You have to stretch the field vertically to have a shot, and having Bobby Taylor out there takes that away from you, and that's why Katie was so good last year. I mean, they had a lot of other, they have a lot yeah. of great players. They have a lot of great players. But I look at a, a defensive back like Bobby Taylor and think, this is a guy you need to have to win a Super Bowl. This is the guy you need to have – to win a college football national championship, and this is the guy you need to have to win a state championship. These are the type of players who change your team. He, too, I got to see him two weeks in a row at the state semifinals and then obviously in state, and he, his mental capacity for the game is unbelievable. Just how quick he's able to react to everything, because it's not just that he's physically gifted, but he, he was a big coach on the field, yeah. too, for those other guys, and it was really impressive to watch him. He's Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter at GPowerScout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter, Next Level D1. See his fine work at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. Although, we're going to see you in another segment here in just a moment. But I want to thank you for your courage in this segment. Thanks. I'll see you all next week. Uh, wait. Pause. See you all in two weeks. I'll be back. No, we'll, oh. no, we'll be on the show next week. Okay, Yeah, great. you're good. We're good for See Wednesday. you all next week. We'll see you next week. <laughs> That's how you tease the YouTube audience when we clip this. Um, we're Texas Football Today. We're here every week at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking football on Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com, your source for Texas high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Greg Power has been a busy man. 
uh, catching up with uh, a number of big-time prospects around the state. Most notably, let's talk about Donovan Donovan Green, uh, who uh, is pretty much consensus the number one tight end in the nation uh, and a guy who is one of the very best prospects in the state. Uh, in the, he is a uh, he's a commit to Texas A&M in the class of 2022. Our own Greg Powers caught up with him. Here is Greg Powers' conversation with uh, Dickinson, tight end and Texas A&M's uh, commit, Donovan Green, here on Texas Football Today. Greg Powers here, TexasFootball.com. Number one rated tight end in the country, Donovan Green, man. Uh, thanks for joining me today and uh, doing this interview. No problem. Um, just kind of talk about the big news, man. Recently, you made your commitment to Texas A&M. What was it about that Aggies program that really drew you in and wanted you to be a part of that culture there? Um, it was just the fact that I had been watching them for a while. And, um, like, the the number one thing that I looked at when I was looking at my schools is how they use their tight ends. That's how I'm going to eventually make a living. And so, um, Jalen – he had went to my school, and it's just I feel like it was the safest choice seeing him doing good, and I know that they using him right, so they would just use me right. So I just felt like it was the safest option. You mentioned uh, Jalen Watermeyer being there, had went to your school. You're also committed to Texas A&M with a teammate in this class, P.J. Williams. Uh, kind yes, of talk about that decision-making process because both of y'all's decisions came down at a very similar time. Mm-hmm. It was just – it was coming to a point where I wanted to kind of commit soon so I didn't have to worry about anybody else trying to go to the school that I wanted to. And I had told him I wanted to go to A&M. He was like, wherever you go, I'll just go with you. So he just said that he wanted to go, and so we just decided that. Jimbo Fisher has a long history, uh, college football coaching. Uh, now he's really put together some great classes at Texas A&M, back-to-back the number one rated class in the Lone Star State, uh, one of the top classes in the country. Uh, this 2022 class is off to another fast start. you got five in-state commits who are all really uh, rated very highly. Just kind of talk about Jimbo Fisher as a recruiter. What does he bring to the table, and what is it that resonates uh, with student-athletes who are in high school that want to make that make you guys want to go play for him in college? He just makes it feel real because there's a lot of coaches out there that you can just like see through what they're trying to get past. But I just feel like when you talk to him, it's just all love and just want to bring in a new group to do the best we can. You had to make your decision in the face of the pandemic, man. That wasn't a whole lot of visits and a whole lot of uh, stuff going on. Just kind of talk about how you were able to sort through those options and were you able to see A&M's campus uh, close enough to make you feel comfortable to make that decision? Obviously, you probably did because you pulled the trigger. But just kind of talk to us about what it was like, you know, just not having all the control that some of the recruits before you have had by being able to take all the visits and stuff like that. Yeah, I really had to um, go through a lot of Zoom, like, um, tours through the summer and the pandemic. But, yeah, like you said, I had already been there my freshman year. And it was just, like, one of the best games I had went to that year. And that was, like, before I even really got started to get offers. And so um, it was just a great experience. And I do plan on going on more visits this next year if I can. But, yeah, it was just great. Uh, 
kind of talk about that visit. Was it really important for you to have a chance as an underclassman to go and see the campus? Did that make it a little bit easier for you to go ahead and pull the trigger because you had set foot on campus and actually saw with your own two eyes what it was like? Yeah, it was it was it was a big um part of why I chose them because um another thing that later on I look at school is their atmosphere that they bring because I just feel like you just need to be in a good place at the right time to play a good game. So the way it was when I went to go watch, it was just a, a family. So you're rated as the number one tight end in Texas. You're rated as one of the top tight ends nationally. You had offers from basically all of the major tight end universities, I would say. All the people who use the tight end were really coming after you. So that kind of even speaks more than an amount of offers. You had the right offers for a tight end. Uh, you've been invited to the All-American Bowl, a lot of accolades. How do you use that to help further your advancement on the field? Is it motivation for you? Does that put a target on your back? Or how do you really look at all the accolades and all the all the nice uh, things that have come your way as far as recruiting rankings and uh, attention? Um, I just look at it as a blessing from all the stuff that I did growing up just to get to where I am. But as of like how I look at it, I just look at it as just it's more people who know I am and it's just more people who trying to come take my spot. So I just got to keep doing what I'm doing to stay at the top. Talk about your strengths then as a player, man. What are you really bringing to the table? Why should those Aggies fans be really excited about you coming to College Station? Um, I just feel like anywhere you put me, I'm going to do what you need me to do. So being a tight end, you have to be able to block, which you are always – you. You have to be able to spread out the um, field, too, and just get out and run routes and just um, make mismatches. And so being that what makes a good tight end, you have to be versatile. versatile. So, I mean, you got to be able to catch and block, and I feel like I can do both of those just as good as anybody else. Anybody you really look up to, pattern your game after, is that there a tight end out there that you really feel like, wow, this is the guy who I can see myself being not only in college, but possibly even beyond that into the NFL? I mean, uh, I really watch college more than anything. So I feel like the only really NFL tight end I look at is like um, George Kittle. But like, I just look at, I'll just mostly watch like Jalen or Kyle Pitts in, in college. That should be the most people I watch. Gotcha. Talk about Dickinson, man. You guys went four and one in district last year. You had a pretty solid season. You got a lot of talent coming mm -hmm. back onto the field this year. Um, coming back, you know, two Texas A&M commits to lead the charge as seniors next year. Um, mm -hmm. Just kind of talk about playing at Dickinson, what it means to you, and of course the history there, uh, producing a lot of college players going on to going to start at the next level. I mean, it's just a big brotherhood um, in my school. It's just we live by the um, term Trey, T-R-E, and it's like total, it's, it stands for total relentless effort. And so every day that's what we just try to bring to the table in order to get better and just to stay on top in our district. And we came short last year, just, we was just like very new and like unexperienced. And so this next year being that a lot of people's gonna be coming back, I feel like we just do way better. Kind of talk about your own development. What are you working on this offseason? Was there one part of your game that you feel like you'd like to improve upon or see improvement upon your tape when you uh, are three or four games into the 2021 year? What's something that you feel like uh, you're trying to, to make strides on the field with? Um, 
I'm in basketball right now, but seeing it on all the film that I had, I just feel like I need to be more explosive, just continue to improve in my blocking form and just getting bigger and just um, being able to make mismatches easy on the field, getting faster and just improving on everything is never, it's never a point where you can just sit down and rest. So I just feel like I need to improve on all aspects of my game. That was Donovan Green, the number one rated tight end in the state of Texas. Total relentless effort is the term at Dickinson High School, and I think that he embodies that, plays with it out there on the field. Donovan, thanks for the time, man. Congratulations on your commitment to Texas A&M. And, of course, good luck with all your offseason training and into the 2021 year. There he is, Dickinson tight end Donovan Green, the number one tight end in the nation. Talked with Greg Powers earlier this week, the Texas A&M commit. Uh, big run on tight ends there for A&M down there recently in the past couple of years. So uh, he is the, the latest in a long line of outstanding tight ends there for the Aggies. And now we go to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. Um, I was going to say... This is, this is your last live show of the week. Yes. This is your last live show till Wednesday. It is. For a full week. Yeah. So we're going to record a show for tomorrow today. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what you'll hear tomorrow. And then Friday, we'll have Aaron Hardigan on the show, uh, riding shotgun. I still need to figure out who's going to host on Monday. Yeah. I'll, I'll think. Okay, noodle on that. And then Tuesday. I came up with the other two, so I'm on a two for three hot streak. <laughs> Tuesday, uh, I can also tell you, is going to be our good friend Sarah Merrifield from yeah. Fox Sports Southwest. She is chomping at the bit. She was pumped. Champing at the bit. Chomping at the bit. Chomping. Chomping at the bit. Uh, I don't think champing is a word. Ooh. Ooh. I'm going to throw a challenge flag. Okay. I think I think champing's a word. Google it. Okay. Champing. Champing. If it's champing, I don't think it means, like, the same thing as chomp. Uh, Webster's says, champ at the bit is to show impatience at restraint or be restless. Can it be made into, can you add ing to it, I guess? Champing? Champing, that's what I'm saying. Champing at the bit. Or champ, champing at the bit. Yeah. (sighs) I think Webster's That's right. That's right. The call on the field. It's confirmed. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'll have Sarah Merrifield on here on Tuesday. We will find a guest for a host for Monday too. But yeah, this is your last week. So uh, last last week. Um, so yeah, enjoy uh, Lano America. Thank you. Okay. I plan on Everybody it. Everybody say bye, Pickle. Bye, Pickle. Adios, guys. Hope you find your dad. It's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending. I'm sure you will find your dad. I, Tell Lance I, I will hi. find. <laughs> yes. It's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks to Donovan Green of Dickinson and Greg Powers of Nexal Athlete for being our guests. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please can get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.